Welcome back to another episode of Hatchet's Weekly News Podcast, Getting to the Bottom of It. I'm Alec Rich. So last week, GW officials made a major announcement with the decision to join the Metro's UPASS program, which will provide students with unlimited Metro Rail and Metro bus usage for a flat fee of $100 per semester. The news marked a major victory for both student advocates and leaders in the Student Association, all of whom have pushed for years to get this initiative in place. GW now joins other DC schools, including American University, in being a part of this program. First, to give you some more context on this news and the importance of it for GW, the podcast section, Sejo Govinrao, spoke with the Hatchets Assistant News Editor for Metro, Zach Blackburn, and the Hatchets Contributing News Editor for Student Government, Lawrence Forza. So GW is enrolling in UPASS, which is huge campus news. Zach, what does this mean for students? Yeah, so essentially what this will be is students will receive unlimited rides on metro trains or metro buses uh, for a fee of $100 per semester. Uh, It starts in December, meaning that in December, uh, students will be receiving a UPASS card, which will be emblazoned with the GW logo. And uh, it just means that Uh, Students will have unlimited access to go to internships, to commute to Virginia or wherever else they want to go. It'll help with safety in theory. That's something that SA Vice President Kate Carpenter talked a lot about, uh, not having to walk home at night. Many students talk about how a huge selling point for them choosing GW was its location in the heart of DC and that DC is a real world classroom. So how will the enrollment impact a student's ability to be connected to the city? Yeah, there are a lot of different ways that students are connected to DC, whether it be through culturally or professionally. Uh, A lot of students obviously intern on the hill and Capitol Hill. And that would just make getting to work and back that much easier for for a lot of students. Um, And also, uh, a lot of students talk about how they feel oftentimes sort of uh, stranded in Foggy Bottom. And uh, being able to explore, I guess, the city uh, uh, with unlimited rides uh, will give students opportunities to culturally experience other parts of the city that they might rather they might usually avoid if they didn't have uh, better access to transportation. Just to add on to what Zach was saying, um, Dean of Students, Sissy Petty, said that this is going to allow the school to open up more opportunities to its program, District Connections, which is a program that takes students around the D.C. area. With the new UPASS program, students will be able to use the metro more easily and hop from one stop to the other, which will allow the university to sponsor more off-campus events and allow the students to explore the city a little bit more. The UPASS program was first announced in 2003. Student leaders have been pushing for this since 2016. Lauren, can you speak to the gravity of this and what it means for President Brandon Hill's administration and the SA? For sure. As you mentioned, the Student Association has been pushing for this since 2016. In 2016, they issued a referendum to the student body where 75%, nearly 75% of the student body voted in favor of the UPASS program. Since then, SA presidential and vice presidential candidates have included the UPASS program in their platforms. 
promising to work with university administrators to get this program rolling. Six years later, uh, now that's finally happening, it shows that President Brandon Hill and Vice President Kate Carpenter were able to work with administrators to get this program for its students. Um, it just shows after years of student advocacy that the Student Association was able to get something done that the majority of students wanted. Speaking of those students, you'll now hear from two who gave their thoughts to the podcast team about the impact that this program may have. First, the podcast section's Ethan Valiath spoke with freshman Zahan Riaz about how this program could impact his daily life. Why don't you just talk a little bit about your experience with the DMV Metro system? Um, have you been using it recently, and what is your experience like with it? So I've been using the Metro like probably a few times, not too much. Um, I really like it. I think it's super convenient, easy way to get to all the important parts of DC, all the sites, uh, like basically just to get out of the foggy bubble. But a big reason I haven't been using it is just because I always have to be using my own money, making sure my, my card is reloaded and all that. And that just makes it super inconvenient. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a big part of the reason why students have been pushing in GW to have the UPASS program implemented uh, for the past two years. Um, as you may know, Zahan, the university has recently made it so that students will soon have access to unlimited metro rides after years-long push from student leaders for officials to enroll in the UPASS program. What are your thoughts on this decision and how do you think it will affect your life as a student? I think it's a really great idea. I mean, as you said, students have been pushing for it for a really long time. So it's great to see that the university is uh, stepping up and making sure that that program's in place. I really think it's going to help students uh, branch out more and make sure they can travel all across the city, even into Maryland and Virginia, and ensure like they get the full experience of living in the DMV. And it's not just being... Uh, limited to either the Vern or the Foggy Bottom campus. So I think it's a really great idea. Right. So you talked about, you know, getting more experience in the DMV. Do you think that um, with this new decision, you'll be able to use the Metro more often yourself? And would you want to explore those experiences like you said? A hundred percent. As I said, a big reason I don't use the Metro as much is because it's just super inconvenient. And having the U-Pass takes all of that away. Just always having a uh, money on the card to use uh, to make sure I can, whenever I want to go outside of Foggy Bottom to wherever I'm able to do so. Yeah, so you talked a lot about exploring D.C., but as you know, Zahan, I think there are a few things that students may be concerned about uh, with the whole metro system. Is there any concerns that you may have with the UPASS program being implemented? Yeah, so the main thing that I'm concerned about that I think a lot of people that I've talked to about this are as well is the fact that there's no opt-out option. I know plenty of people who don't really leave Foggy Bottom. They don't want to, um, and they're not planning on using the Metro, and now they just have an extra $100 added onto their tuition that they have no way of getting out of. So I think the UPASS program could really benefit from having an opt-out system where the students that want it can opt into it and pay that 100 and get all the benefits, but students who don't really see any benefit to it where it won't really affect them, they shouldn't have to pay the extra 100 Right. Do you think that the university, instead of having, because they did state before that Metro officials had previously said an opt-out option was not under consideration when students had advocated for the UPASS in 2019. Do you think now with, after 2019, with the whole coming out of the pandemic and COVID-19, do you think that the university should reconsider this option and possibly provide a different opt-out option for students in the 2022 school year and going forward? I really do. Um, the pandemic saw a lot of people under a lot of financial stress. So uh, 
and college is already extremely expensive coming especially coming to a private university so adding on extra costs for things that aren't necessarily going to be useful just doesn't make any sense so i think if the university reconsidered and had an opt-out program i think students would be better off in the long run right and like many students may know the metro itself already is a little bit costly, especially when it comes to exploring the entirety of the DMV area. Um, when you consider using the metro, do you think that this decision, along with making you be able to use the metro more throughout the years, do you think that you'd really be able to uh, become a part of the DMV school environment? And how do you see that happening? Definitely. So I, I think a big part about being a resident anywhere is really knowing your location well. And this program is only going to make sure that GW students, especially if you're not from anywhere near here, really get to understand the DMV, explore, be able to find their favorite spots and everything. So I really think it'll help uh, make the DMV feel more like home for GW students. Finally, I spoke with second year graduate student Andrew Levine, who plans to opt into the program since that choice is provided to graduate students and said that the program will be beneficial to him as someone who doesn't live in Foggy Bottom. All right, Andrew, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, happy to be here. So first, just I want to get your thoughts on the UPASS program becoming a reality after years of student advocacy. Yeah, so I think this is a, a really big step for GW. Um, well, I've only been a student here for about a year and a half now, uh, I think I know that there are some negative sentiments among students about the administration of our school. So I think this is definitely a big win for students. Um, so GW is definitely not known for being the most affordable school, but I think um, this UPASS program is one step that shows that the administration recognizes this, recognizes this and is also um, willing to make change for students. Um, another thing, I work for admissions for the public health school, and I think this program is going to be a really great selling point for prospective students. Um, I remember when I was looking at graduate schools, I was really interested to see that AU had this program, but not GW. So I think this is going to be a really great way to recruit new students for our school. And as a student, you know, how do you think the implementation of this program will impact your daily life? Yeah, um, I'm actually really looking forward to this program. When I heard the news, it, I got really excited for sure. Um, I think it's definitely going to increase accessibility of transportation here. Um, I use the Metro every day to get to class. Um, I don't live in Foggy Bottom, and I think that's pretty common with a lot of graduate students. So for me personally, um, the Metro has definitely just got a lot cheaper for next semester, and I'm definitely going to benefit by not having to worry about reloading my card like every week or every every semester. Right. Is that something that you kind of factor into your budget, you know, for every month as someone commuting to campus? Yeah. Yeah. I think I... I spend maybe 60 bucks per month on the Metro. Um, I use it, like I said, every day to get to class. And then on the weekends, I'll use it. Um, so it's definitely going to be a lot cheaper now with that fixed price per semester. And, and where in DC are you? I'm living in Mount Vernon Triangle, which is um, by Chinatown. So the commute, it's actually not the worst commute. Um, I think my Metro costs maybe... To almost like two to three dollars per day or per per ride, so um, definitely help with the price out. And have you heard thoughts from other graduate students in terms of their thoughts towards the program? Yeah, um, a lot of the people I talk to about it are really happy about it and really excited. Um, one one of my classmates lives in like Silver Spring, and that's pretty far out, so he has a his commute is definitely more expensive. Um, so I when I was talking to him about it, he's 
excited that it's, it got a lot more affordable for him. Um, and I think for a lot of graduate students, we don't live in Foggy Bottom. So this is really going to benefit us a lot in those ways by reducing the costs. That's all for this week. Getting to the Bottom of It is hosted by Alec Rich and is produced by Sarah Sachs. Special thanks to Sejo Govinram and Ethan Valiath for their help with this episode. 